Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about some of the mistakes I made when I was trying to learn how to listen to my body after struggling with disordered eating and just trying to eat based off my intuition. And I wanted to share this with you all because there tends to be some of these things that I've noticed within my clients. And these also may be some things that are also keeping you from achieving food freedom. I'm going to start this off by talking about what intuitive eating actually is, since there seems to be some confusion about this. So intuitive eating is a non-diet approach to eating that is focused on connecting with your body while making food choices. Intuitive eating takes into consideration physical hunger cues, mental hunger cues, aka cravings, and understanding wisdom within your body to know what and how much to eat. Intuitive eating actually is health promoting when you fully grasp the idea that health is so much more than just your food choices. Being healthy also involves your mindset, creating wholesome relationships with other people, connection, stress reduction, eating a, a wide variety of foods, intuitive movement, which many people tend to forget when their life is all about dieting. With that being said, intuitive eating is not a diet. It's not anti-health. It's not anti-movement. It's not a permission slip to binge all day long. It's also not a strict hunger and fullness diet, which I often hear that people think that intuitive eating is that. Many people tend to fear intuitive eating because they feel like if they listen to their bodies that they're never going to be able to control themselves around food or that they'll never stop eating. But when you fully get to understand your body and reconnect to those hunger and fullness cues, that's actually further from the truth. There may be a period of time where when you do start to let go of your food rules that you just want to eat all the things that you didn't allow yourself, which is completely normal actually to experience, but this doesn't last forever. And so if you have tried to intuitively eat and you notice that you tend to binge or you tend to feel out of control of food, there may be some things that you're doing that is actually keeping you from having that food freedom. And I'm going to talk about some of the five mistakes that I made. Number one not letting go of my fitness pal, aka tracking my food. So when I was first trying to listen to my body and get away from this diet mentality, I was not going to lie, still holding on to the idea of tracking my food and kind of controlling food in a way. I was still weighing out my food. I was still measuring my food. Even though I was eating the foods that I was wanting to eat, I wasn't allowing myself to eat the amounts that I actually wanted. And this pretty much kept me really food focused. And I didn't really feel like I had food freedom, nor was I actually listening to my body because of that control. The second mistake that I made was always sticking to the serving sizes on the label. The truth is, and yes, you're going to hear me saying this as a registered dietitian, you don't have to eat the perfect serving size on the label. That serving size is just for showing you the nutritional facts, but that doesn't mean that that is the exact amount that your body needs. And because when I was making this mistake of listening to the label, I wasn't actually giving my body what it was craving and asking for on a physical and mental level. The third mistake that I made was I was comparing what I was eating to other people. I needed like this external validation from other people as to what my portion sizes should look like. But the reality is, is that your body needs completely different amounts of food than other people. 
So if you are somebody who's watching a lot of what I eat in the day videos or comparing your plate to somebody that is in your family or your friend group, just know that this is probably keeping you from listening to your intuition because you're more focused on what other people are eating and not what actually your body's craving. The fourth mistake that I made was listening only to my physical hunger. This tends to be something I see a lot of within my clients as well when they first start intuitive eating is only paying attention to is my stomach growling before I enter this meal. The reason this isn't what intuitive eating is about is because your hunger and fullness cues are going to change on a day-to-day basis. Some days you may wake up feeling really, really hungry and want to eat a lot more food than maybe other days where you wake up and you have like no physical hunger cues. Now, just because you don't have physical hunger cues doesn't mean that your body doesn't need food that day. And so this is what I'm talking about with body wisdom and, and understanding what your body needs because physical hunger cues may not always be reliable. You may be super stressed out. You may be dealing with digestive issues that day. You may have done like a heavy workout. Therefore, your hunger cues may be blunted from that. You may be overcoming a sickness or something else in your life. And just because you're not physically hungry does not mean that your body needs less. And when I was doing this, this actually led me to undereat most days because there was a time period where I actually wasn't getting really strong hunger cues. And sometimes because of this, it would turn into a binge at night because I was underfueling all day. And so if you're only listening to physical hunger cues, you're missing the point of intuitive eating and knowing how to properly fuel your body. The fifth and probably the biggest mistake that I made was not addressing my mentality with food. I was still in this diet mentality where I was labeling my diet. I was... Actually, there was a period of time in college where I was a vegan, and I will just say that being vegan doesn't mean that you're doing it for diet culture purposes, but I know for me deep down that this was just my way of avoiding foods and putting just a label on my diet so I could be identified as something. So when I was vegan, it was very restrictive. It was not coming from a healthy place, and it was actually just to avoid a lot of other foods. Because of this, I also labeled my diet as quote unquote, clean and healthy and pure, which was a very disordered way to think about food. So if you are somebody who is labeling your foods as good or bad or labeling your diet, this actually is probably keeping you still in this like food obsessed diet mentality state that is keeping you from actually trusting your body with food and having food freedom. If you're not sure if this is you, think about when you start to go into a meal. Are you basing your food choices off shoulds or shouldn'ts? Or are you saying, ooh, this sounds really good? So start paying attention to that. If you're telling yourself, I should have this or I shouldn't have this, it's likely that your mindset with food is not in a healthy place. I have worked with so many clients who were in this restrict and binge cycle with food. And they, when they were working on recovery, they were only focusing on the food. They were only focusing on feeling physically full after meals, but they weren't addressing the mindset behind their food choices. If you are somebody who has this restrict and binge cycle of food, or if you have this all or nothing mindset with eating certain foods, we need to address this mentality first before intuitive eating can feel intuitive and actually having that food freedom. I know it can feel so hard to break away from this mentality and to know what your body's asking of you. And if you are truly struggling with this, 
feel free to reach out to me for help for this because I know it's so, so hard. And this is exactly what we show you how to do in the Nourish to Thrive community. Thank you all so much for listening in today and I will talk to you next time.